Hi, this is Cindy Godwin, pastor of Summit Church, and this is our chosen podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you. I hope that it helps build up your faith and remind you that God has chosen you and set you apart for His purpose. Enjoy the message. We're going to be talking today for just a few minutes. Actually, I don't have a long message. I believe we are entering a season of divine reversal as we leave 2022. And this honestly came to me very supernaturally. And amazingly enough, I'm going to read you four things at the very end of today. But first, I'm going to set a scriptural precedent. I always have to have the scripture to confirm anything else. That, that I hear, I just, it has to be validated by the word of God. Do you know why? Because heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will never pass away. And so I always need the validity of God's word to confirm with me. I got saved by reading the word of God and nothing has changed in 49 years. I'm, I'm not 49, but I've walked with the Lord for 49. I know I look it, but okay, so... So the Lord has been speaking to me almost all of this year, but then it escalated. I mean, it escalated astronomically and that now it has been activated and accelerated that we are entering a season of, as I said, divine reversal. So I'm going to start with scriptural precedent. I'm going to give you a few scriptures, then I'm going to read these words and then activate it over you. How's that? And so I want you today to go out with joy and be led forth with peace and every mountain and every hill to break forth into shouts of joy before you. And we will together as trees of the field clap our hands. So the first one I want to give you is about Esther. Now, I don't have time to read the book of Esther. Hopefully, you know the story. Esther was a beautiful young concubine in the kingdom of a very wicked king named Ahasuerus. I hope that's how you say his name, but or Xerxes, but depending on your translation. And he had a wife named Vashti, and she really made him mad, so he cast her out. I'm just summarizing. And he wanted the most beautiful, pure maiden in the land, and it turned out it was Esther. And Esther had an uncle named Mordecai, who had the vision of God in his heart. There was an evil man named Haman who got in the king's ears. Let me tell you something, leaders. The enemy will always try to send somebody with an evil voice to undermine authority. So beware. Beware. And I've, I've been at this church since the beginning. And by the way, we have gorgeous Christmas Eve service at uh, Christmas Eve, obviously, which you know is December 24th at 4 and at 6. Love for you to join us. Christmas Day will be a live stream message, but we'd love to have you. It's one of my favorite times. We do candlelight, and it's just gorgeous. I mean, it just brings me to tears every year, so I hope I can see you there. All right, so back to, I was talking about leaders being undermined. I've been here for 49 years, and I've seen it time and again, where the enemy will try to plant somebody with the bad report, but the Lord always exposes that. And just remember, whoever digs a pit will fall into the pit. 
that he or she dug. That's just the way it goes. I've seen it happen dozens of times. And so Haman had an agenda. He had a wicked, evil motive. He was jealous. He wanted to be in Ahasuerus' ear all the time. And he wanted the Jews destroyed. So it was an anti-Semitic plot against the Jews. And so Uncle Mordecai comes to Esther and gives the famous word that you've come to the kingdom, I bet you can quote it with me, what? For such a time as this. And Esther had to have the attitude, I'm going to do this, again, I'm paraphrasing it, and if I perish, I perish. And so she was unoffendable. And so Haman thought he was just somebody great. He had gallows hung. He got the king to issue a decree that whoever didn't worship the king would be hung on the gallows. He gives the king a bad report. Mordecai refuses to worship you. But guess what? The king, boy, he loved Queen Esther. And when she would get permission, because you had to have permission to appear before the almighty king, when she would get permission to come before him, he would say, what, he would say, what is it that you want, Queen Esther? I will give you up to half of my kingdom. Now, in today's society, we, we would have just said, give me your credit card. <laughs> but that's not what Queen Esther said. She said, this is chapter 8 and verse 5. Now, remember, Esther is a prototype of the church. And she said, if it pleases the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seems right before the king, and I am pleasing in his eyes, let it be written, here you go, to reverse the letters devised by Haman, son of Hamadatha, whatever, the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews who are in the king's provinces. So you see, what did she ask for? Divine reversal from the king. For how can I endure to see the evil that has come upon my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? And then the king said to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and him they have hanged upon the gallows, because he laid his hands upon the Jews. Write also concerning the Jews as it pleases you in the king's name, and seal it with the king's signet ring. For writing which is in the king's name, and sealed with the king's ring, no man can reverse. Did you know the word of God is irreversible? It will not change every dot, every tittle. In other words, every I dotted, every T crossed, everything in the word of God coming down to the period, the exclamation mark and the question mark will be fulfilled because what the king has decreed cannot be reversed. And all of the promises of God are yes and amen. And if you have a voice in your ear trying to tempt you to doubt the word of God, you've got to use your mouth to rebuke it because the kingdom of God is voice activated. Esther had to voice kingdom principles, and the very gallows that Haman built to hang Mordecai, he was hung on. Hallelujah. And everything he decreed that Haman planned was reversed by the king. And I'm telling you today, what the enemy has planned against you will be reversed if you will rise up and use your voice backed by faith. And I'm telling you, get loud. 
Now, we sing a song here. Oh, what is it called? Let's Get Loud. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Might Get Loud. Well, and it's, I'm telling you, it's not my favorite song. But heaven is loud. All of heaven is worshiping the King of kings and Lord of lords. Until there was a moment of silence in heaven found in the book of Revelation. But it might get loud when you start using your voice and activating angelic hosts. I have seen very clearly, I woke up one morning and I'm not going to go into it, I'll share the vision later, where I literally saw an activation of angelic hosts such as we've never seen before that is getting ready to be released. And I'm telling you right now, angels, the Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 20 that they respond to the voice of the word of God. How is that? When it comes out of your mouth, when Peter tried to get Jesus to avoid the cross, Jesus didn't think, get behind me, Satan. He turned his back. He said, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense unto me, for you do not savor the things of God, but the things of man. If Jesus used his voice, we have to use our voice. Start speaking. Start declaring divine reversal. Esther 9.1. Now, in the 12th month of Adar, on the 13th day, when the king's command and his edict were about to be executed, on the very day that the enemies of the Jews had planned for a massacre of them, it was turned to the contrary reversal. And the Jews had rule over those who hated them. But when Esther brought the matter before the king, this is verse 25, he commanded in writing that Haman's wicked scheme, which he had devised against the Jews, should return upon his own head. And not only was Haman hung on the gallows, his sons were. His sons were. The progeny of those who devise evil, their own plot will turn on their own head. Stay in the lane of righteousness. Next is Jeremiah 33. And just remember, what the king decrees, no man can reverse. Jeremiah 33, 10 and 11. Thus says the Lord, yet again, there shall be heard in this place. In other words, don't give up. Which you say, it's a desolate waste without man, without beast. Even in the cities of Judah, the streets of Jerusalem that are desolate, without man and inhabitant and without beast. There shall again the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride, the voices of those who sing as they bring sacrifices of thanksgiving into the house of the Lord. Give praise and thanks to the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy and kindness and steadfast love endure forever. Here you go. You need to take this promise for I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed and to return to be as it was at first. What do you need to be returned as it was at first? Your health, your finances, your relationships, your prodigal children. The decree of the Lord is it might look desolate now. It might look like a waste place now. But God says, I am going to reverse your captivity. And it's going to return to be as it was at first. Take it. Use your voice. Activate it with your voice. Zechariah 9, 11 and 12. As for you, because of and for the sake of the blood covenant 
I have released and sent forth your imprisoned people out of the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold of security and prosperity. Prisoners of hope, even today I declare I will restore double your former prosperity. To who? To those who have been in a pit. To those who have been in an enemy stronghold. I am going to reverse your captivity. I'm making you a prisoner of hope. Hope will be your stronghold. And let's remember, hope is the blueprint of faith. And the last one I want to give you before I absolutely, if these words I read to you do not rivet you, I might lose hope because they are that powerful. In Numbers 23, 19 through 21, I really, really want to encourage you to read Numbers 22 and 23. So powerful. But in this passage, there was an evil leader named Balak and there was a prophet named Balaam. And Balak, or Balak, I don't know how you say his name, he wanted Israel cursed so that he could win the battle. So he wanted the children of God cursed. And he knew Balaam was a very powerful prophet. And so he tried to incite on more than one occasion Balaam to curse the children of God so that Balak and his troops could win the battle. And this is what Balaam said to Balak. Well, first of all, he said, I cannot curse whom God has blessed. Now I'm telling you, he would say that over the church because God has blessed the church. Jesus is coming for his bride, a bride without spot or wrinkle. It's called the second coming. I believe he's coming. I believe he's coming sooner than we think. And I'm tired of hearing people say, well, I've heard that for years. I just heard somebody the other day go, well, I've heard that for years. Well, guess what? It's sooner than it was. He's coming to get a spotless bride, period. And no devil in hell is going to be able to stop it. And so Balaam said, I can't curse what God has blessed, but he wouldn't quit. Balak wouldn't quit. And then here's the famous verses, Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should feel repentance or compunction for what he has promised. Has he said and should he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall not make it good? You see, I have received a command to bless. God has blessed and I cannot reverse what God has blessed. Say I am blessed. My family is blessed. My health is blessed. My finances are blessed. Speak blessing. God has blessed, and I cannot reverse what God has blessed. God has not beheld iniquity in Jacob, for he is forgiven. Neither has he seen mischief or perverseness in Israel for the same reason, forgiveness. The Lord their God is with Israel, and the shout of their king is among his people. There is no reversal of God's word. There is no reversal of the blessing. It's up to us to take it. It's up to us to receive it. It's up to us to apprehend what God has already declared blessed. And I'm taking it. I am taking it. When something comes against my family and before, I, let me tell you, I am that lioness. I will rise up and I will fight with all of the roar in me. And I'm here today to tell you, don't lose your roar. And don't miss chosen 2023 or two, or what year is it? 
God, please help me. 23. 2023. Because it's chosen power. And we are building up to that. We are building up to it. So do not be afraid and do not be discouraged if you're contested. Do you think the enemy wants us to live and move and walk and speak and breathe in the dunamis, exousias power and authority of Jesus Christ? He doesn't. Today, receive your divine reversal. Now, I'm going to read these words to you and send you off with joy. I wasn't looking for these per se. I don't spend a lot of time on social media. I mean, I think most of it's a waste of time. If you like it, that's fine. But I mean, I just have better things to do and pray and say. But I happen to be on Instagram. And there are certain ministers that I, that I enjoy. And so I was reading one thing one of them said. And then it, there was a link to, to, to follow this thread. So I'm going to read two of them to you. This one. This is just last week. A divine reversal is coming to your life. Every single attack, assault, and arrow shot at you in this last season is now being reversed. There is a divine reversal taking place and the Lord is turning the tables around in your favor. Second one, 2023 and 24, add to beyond will be years of greater glory. The year 2023 is going to be the year of divine reversal. Your health is going to be reversed. Your wealth is going to be reversed. 2023 is Psalm 23 in your life. The Lord is your pastor and you have diplomatic immunity. What do you think about that? This one is Kathy Pelton. I just want to read. It's long, so I'm just going to read a very few things. But it's past traumas are being healed and joy is being restored. Angels of healing are even now being sent in response to the cries of the children of God. I will exalt you, Lord. You've rescued me. You've refused to let my enemies triumph over me. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried to you for help and you restored my health. You brought me up from the grave, O oh Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death. Psalm 30, 1 through 3. I'm skipping a lot of this. You can, you can find this one online. You can finish 2022 with old doors shut and new doors open. Doors of trauma will receive closure. And doors of restoration will open. Invite the angel to come. I believe the Father is asking you to invite these angels of healing to come to you and pour this healing substance over your body and soul. You do not have to see the angel. Your faith is all you need. You will begin to experience healing from past traumas and all the fear and reactions that have been attached to them. This is a divine reset from your loving Father. He does not want you to suffer any longer. You will begin to experience joy again. There are seasons of mourning, but God wants you to know that as the darkness of trauma is washed away, light will come like a new day to renew you with joy. Healing angels were awaiting your invitation to come and pour healing over your body and soul. The jars are filled. Now is the time of your healing. Are you willing to invite healing angels to come and minister healing to you? Because if you aren't, I will take yours. 
This is by Pastor Tim Sheets. It was given on December 4th, 2022. I wrote down every word because it so ignited faith in me. It was like the Holy Spirit was speaking to me directly. And I'm going to read it to you. It's called Fresh Air. And I'm going to give you a scripture to validate it because I always go to the word. The heirs will begin to breathe fresh air for resurrection breath even now is being breathed by the father on the sons and the daughters. Emotions will resurrect. Feelings will resurrect. Minds will resurrect. Physical bodies bound by spirits of infirmity, disease, all manner of sickness will resurrect. Those living skeletal lives of existence will resurrect. Those plagued by demon fatigue will resurrect. It's going to go. Broken hearts will resurrect. Fresh breath is being breathed upon the heirs. I'm going to stop and ask you a question. How did Adam come to life? You realize he was nothing but a, a sculpture of dirt. How did he come to life? The breath of God, the Ruach of God. They will breathe fresh air as in the exodus of old, says the Lord. The children of God in this hour moving into new days will not be decrepit. They will not be feeble. They will not be worn out has-beens. Even old age will not define them. It didn't define Abraham, didn't define Sarah, didn't define Moses, didn't define Joshua, didn't define Caleb. And it will not define my heirs. I have delivered into all generations in all ages, male and female. My children are coming out of bondage. They will not be locked in their homes. They will not be hopeless in their dwellings. There will not be oppressive grip of Pharaoh upon their children. There will not be the sweat of fear on their brows. They will not march to the drums of cultural evil. They will not march to the Pharaoh voices. They will live in resurrection life. They will live in resurrection power. They will breathe the breath of life. They will breathe fresh air, the air of heaven. They will experience anointings, angelic assistance to live as my family ought to live, says the Lord. A family serving joyfully and triumphantly in the dynasty of their fathers, heirs serving as joint heirs in Christ. Yes, fresh air is blowing in the mountain of God. It's blowing down the sides of the north, and it will blow fresh air of heaven into the sons and daughters. And the life of the father will surely be in them and will surely be seen through them. The weak will say, I am strong. The lost will say, I am found. Captives will say, I am free and the sick will say I am healed the prodigals will say I'm going home hopeless sons and daughters will declare I'm filled with hope I'm alive again the addict will say my chains are gone the blind will say I can see the deaf will say I can hear the cripples will say I can run the movements now begin says the Lord receive what God is saying breathe fresh air now fresh air let him life you and bring fresh air even this day. Do you receive that? Acts 3.19. I heard this immediately. This is Peter at Pentecost. So repent, change your mind and purpose, turn around and return to God that your sins may be erased, blotted out and wiped clean and the times of refreshing of recovering from the effects of heat. 
and the reviving of fresh air will come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. I always tell this story at Christmas. Those of you who have been with me for a long time here at Every Year, I'm going to tell it again. It has many applications that marked my life. And it's the story of something that happened to me during the Christmas season many years ago. I was walking out of Dillard's at North Star Mall in that under parking area, which is very dangerous because I, you know, I'm told people get tasered under there all the time, but my angels didn't let that happen. And there was a, a man that was ringing the Salvation Army bell. I was in a hurry. I passed by him. I got almost to my car. And I noticed when I walked out, he was very glassy-eyed. He was just staring, just staring, just like this, and just ringing the bell, just staring, didn't move, just rang the bell, rang the bell, rang the bell. I got almost to my car, and the voice of the Lord came to me, and he said, go back and put money in that bucket. So I grabbed some cash, walked back, put money in the bucket, turned around, got about, I don't know, several feet away, and all of a sudden, I heard this man's voice say, you heard the bell. I turned around, I looked at him and those glassy eyes had lit up. He had a big smile on his face. And when I looked at him straight in the eye, smiling as big as anybody's ever smiled, he said it again, you heard the bell. With tears in my eyes, I said, yes, I heard the bell. I knew I had an encountered a divine moment. I looked up, what does ringing a bell symbolize? It symbolizes marked significant points, a calling to worship, announcing events, and rejoicing. The bell is ringing. It is ringing today. God is getting ready to do divine reversals of things that the enemy has oppressed and tormented us with. Do you hear the bell? Do you hear the announcement? Do you hear that the darkness is being overtaken and overpowered by the light of God's presence? Do you hear the enemy is being pushed back? He's already defeated because angelic forces are working on your behalf. Do you hear the bell of a crying humanity that needs you to be whole and strong and powerful with words of life and hope and joy? Do you hear the bell? When you go to the store, when you go to the malls, when you go to restaurants, do you hear the bell? People are looking for hope and the whole creation is groaning for the revealing of the children of God. Do you hear the bell? God wants you whole. Spirit, soul, and body. Use your voice. Decree divine reversal. Believe it. Don't back down. Even if there's a Haman in your life, even if the voice of the enemy is telling you you're going down to the pit he dug for you, even if he's telling you you're going to hang on the gallows. The king of kings is inviting you to the throne of grace. Come boldly. 
Do you hear the bell? It's ringing. Stand up and let's pray. Father, as, as our pastor Rick said on Sunday, whether you call on the Father, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit, they're all one. And so we call on the Godhead today, receiving the word of divine reversal. Father, I thank you that you are commissioning angels this very day on behalf of everybody in the hearing of my voice and beyond. That the angels of reversal have been released to bring deliverance to the saints. So I decree all oppression reverse. Depression reverse in the name of Jesus. Illness, sickness, disease, weakness, and infirmity reverse on the authority of the blood and the name. Financial lack and shortage. Debt. Reverse supernaturally in the name of Jesus. Discouragement. Give way to hope and uplifted heads in Jesus' name. Prodigal children that are not obeying the Lord. Come home in the name of Jesus. Thank you that angels are being released to bring them into the kingdom of heaven. Everything not in alignment with the mighty word of God, I decree this day as we bow in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and honor his holy name, I decree fresh air, fresh air, fresh air, fresh air be released into the joy of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? Thanks again for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. You can hear more messages by visiting chosenessay.com. Be sure to follow us at Chosen Essay on Facebook and Instagram.